Welcome to the podcast for ballerinas, adult ballerinas, parents of ballerinas, and everyone in between. I'm your host, Georgia Canning, also known as the Balanced Ballerina, and it's my mission to break down the elitist barriers often associated with ballet. Through my own studios and ballet-related businesses, I'm all about providing space and content for people from all walks of life to experience and enjoy the many benefits of ballet. Each month, I'll bring you industry leaders and thought-provoking guests who will hopefully inspire you to lead a more balanced life, full of grace, with a little grit. Not only is Hannah Rigby my gorgeous friend, but she is a beautiful, classically trained dancer who works for the biggest touring circus in Australasia, Circus Rio. This multi-talented dancer, singer and actress is also a beautiful human being, always bringing positivity and light to young performers through her social media. But the life of a performer can sometimes be really lonely and when Hannah posted a reminder on her social media a few weeks ago, I thought I need to get her on to talk about it. When you're a young adult, it might seem exciting or even preferable to move far away from family and the familiar. However, that can soon wear off if you're not accustomed to moving from one place to the next. Hannah and I chat about her wonderful and colourful work with Circus Rio, what it's like being a travelling performer, tips for anyone thinking of a similar career, and what you can do as a family member or friend if you know someone working far away from loved ones. We go deep, it gets a bit intense, but it's such an important discussion to have. If you're a parent or student looking at moving overseas for work, or dreaming of a life that's constantly on the move, then this really is an episode you need to listen to in order to make a fully informed decision. Hello, my darling. How are you? I'm good. How are you? That's good. I am good. We're sitting in my home. It's sunny, but we're indoors. That's okay. (laughs) Yes, it's a beautiful day outside. Now... I was wondering if you could start by sharing a little about yourself and your very colourful career with Circus Rio. I say colourful because you wear the most amazing costumes. Go. (laughs) I do wear the most amazing costumes. The costumes are actually handmade in Brazil, which is super awesome. Um, Well, I'm 25. I have been doing this for a good portion of my life yeah. and professionally for a good half of a portion of my life. Um, I started with Circus Rio Australian Tour about a year ago. Yeah. Um, originally just as a fill-in dancer and a couple of weeks later I got... They were like, she's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, a couple of weeks later, they offered me a contract to stay on tour, Mm -hmm. which was awesome and super convenient for me at the time because I'd actually just packed up my whole life. I was going to say, you just sold your house. Yeah, I sold my house, my car, everything. Everything I owned basically fit in one suitcase and one backpack. I was ready to fly to Canada and start my performance career over there, I guess. Um, 
and but instead you're perfectly ready to join the circus apparently <laughs> so i moved my backpack and suitcase into a tiny little caravan and i became a circus performer the little caravan that you speak of mm-hmm. is that the one that you're in at the moment or did you have like a lend one or something because you have the cutest yeah like most adorable caravan every time i see it yes. i'm a little bit jealous <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I originally started off in what you would call kind of like a, an apartment caravan. Yeah. So it's a big caravan with four rooms essentially mm-hmm. and each room has two bunk beds and they're really small. Um, they're about a metre and a half wide by a couple oh of metres long. So they're really tiny and you live in there with a housemate or a caravan mate, I guess. In yeah, this. It's not quite a housemate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so we actually used to have a running joke where we would sit on our bed and eat and then say, oh, we're eating in our dining room or <laughs> <laughs> cook food while still sitting on the bed or we're cooking in the kitchen. You're now. clearly a little bit bored, huh? Yeah, clearly. <laughs> um, but when that was at the very beginning and then there was one day where I kind of decided – I actually like this lifestyle. Yeah. I like being a gypsy and traveling around. And I think to make my life even happier here, I need to invest in, your in own space. my own space, yeah. uh, which I did. And that's how I've ended up with the beautiful little caravan that I have now. It is so cute. Yeah, it's just me and I feel super comfortable. I can close my blinds and windows and forget that I'm in the circus if I want to Um, or yeah I can just live a a happy life I guess in there. And the caravan parks on site doesn't it at the circus? Yes just like the movies ladies and gentlemen. Well because people don't think about that and like I've had a few people um, a few friends join Mm. the circus and um, I think because you're so active on social media, I've been able to see inside like what it's like actually yeah. working and living, you know, with, with the circus. And, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, it is actually like the movies. Yeah. And you, you know, just pull up in these, you know, exotic places and totally. with the circus, like you're just, um, you know, pulling up your caravan on, on site mm-hmm. it, and having little little gypsy parties. And it's That's amazing. It. That is literally my life. There uh, seems to be like a real sense of community. It is. And we... We are 100% just a big family. Yeah. Um, we have lots of different nationalities in our circus. So this whole year has been just a huge learning curve, not in just touring life and performing away from home and stuff. It's also about learning about different cultures, yeah. languages and um, even events, something like Christmas. Yeah every culture celebrates it differently yeah. and it's really cool how we can all come together and teach each other didn't think about that yeah nice. about all these different cultures um but yeah we live on site so um we walk to work <laughs> uh, sometimes my work is about five meters away from my front door so basically the circus rio sign is yep. lighting up my entire caravan of a night time but it's really awesome and you live in there with your puppy, Archie. Yes, my beautiful puppy, Archie. So, which, so how long was it before you got him? Um, probably about six months. Okay. And there's a big story as to why I have my own caravan. Now, it wasn't just because 
I wanted to settle down and have a bigger space for myself. It was mainly because I wanted a dog. Mm-hmm. Um, and why was it important for you to have, have a dog in your life? Uh, because the circus or I guess a performer's life in general, touring and being away from family can be quite isolating. And he's your family. He is my family. He is honestly my whole world. He's a little bit of a rat bag. Like Hero, my dog. Yes. He's actually being really well behaved, sleeping at my feet right he now. He is. I Don't give him too much attention. Actually, in case he wakes up. <laughs> yeah, but he is just to give me, I don't want to say purpose, that's not the right word, but um, just to give me something else to do because I'm living, mm-hmm. literally living and breathing my job. Um, literally literally so it gave me something else to do when I wasn't doing that Mm. um, and another focus yeah Um, yeah which was nice and I wouldn't change anything for the world I love my caravan I love my dog Um, I love it I love your life it's very um, (laughs) and and then this is the thing that we're going to get into from the outside like I'm an outsider Mm -hmm. looking at your life and I go that is so adorable. You yep. live in the cutest caravan with your puppy and you have these amazing parties with everyone that you work with and, yep. it just, and you're wearing sequins and feathers and, and just living your best life. <laughs> and then you posted something on social media um, a few weeks ago now mm-hmm. and it really hit me and I thought I need to get you on to talk about this. So what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to read what you posted um however i will say you didn't write it so who who wrote this this want to give us some context before i read it yeah so um this was sourced off facebook um kind of like a friend of a friend situation and it had been shared by about 12 of my friends on facebook so um i thought you know what i'm going to give it a read it must be important because all of these friends that were sharing it Mm -hmm. are in the same boat as me or once was um and i read it and it too hit me it's very accurate yeah it's very close to home it's very relatable for um a traveling performer. A traveling performer, yeah. In in my experience, it's been very relatable. So, yeah, I thought I'd need to share it and just let everyone know. Yeah. Well, I'm going to give it a read. You ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. Check on your entertainer friends. Most of our best friends live all around the world in different countries. Working away from our families, we miss many important occasions. We are great at turning on the showtime switch because that is literally our job. Guests are not allowed to see any other emotion apart from our happiness, so you get pretty good at faking a smile. We are constantly asked when we are going to get a proper job and if we ever think we'll make it, but never ask if we are truly happy. We do what we do for the love, not the money, so if that passion dies, what do we have left? Mm. And you said in relation to that check on your performer friends which I thought was really really beautiful so what is it like being a traveling performer Miss Hannah like you know I I feel like um there I'm sure there's so many highs but I think it's really important to talk about the lows because it's rarely discussed and students and parents sometimes look at only the glamorous side of your job Um, without thinking about possible negatives so yeah that's true um 
as lighthearted as our conversation started and how fun and yeah and how glamorous it seems there are definitely down times when you're working away um Mm. all of this is obviously my own experience I can't talk for anyone else but my own experience um it has been quite an isolating road I mean I think I think people kind of neglect thinking about the negatives yeah um oh definitely uh but i mean yeah there definitely are some uh from around 18 years old it's been a rarity to spend christmas at home with my family because Mm -hmm. i'm a performer and we don't get christmas time off no christmas time is our busiest time yeah um so don't expect to take annual leave as the normal people (laughs) would call it um and for me, I live by myself at the circus, so I don't come home to a partner or a family member at night time. I come home, I cook my own food, I eat by myself. Mm-hmm. And oh, you got Archie then. Oh, well, I've got Archie. <laughs> I'm, it Clean makes me feel, mess. it makes, yeah, he's probably more of a nuisance really, yeah. like hero. <laughs> but but I, I'm, I'm really glad that you have him there. Dogs yeah. do make a big difference. They do. They honestly do. Archie's my best friend, my little baby. Mm. I'm sure you'd be able to relate to that. Yes. <laughs> um, but there has been times as sad as it may seem that I get quite upset mm. inside my caravan. No one knows. Yeah. I don't post that on yeah. social media, which I think a lot of people should think about more. Yeah. I mean, if you go onto my social media, I don't. I I only post. It's really hard happy to and know positive. what to post, isn't it? I mean, it you is. don't want to be one of those people that's like Debbie Downer, Debbie Downer. But at the same time, it's like I do want to bring some reality to it. But <clears> it's it, but then I don't want to share that because that's a personal moment. Like it's a real battle. I think. Yeah, and it's also it is a battle and. I am someone I try to uplift people as much as I can. You you definitely do. And try to see the positive as much as I can and I I don't if I'm ever feeling upset I don't want to feel like I'm imposing that on someone, someone else. else. Um but sometimes I think also in those situations where you do feel a bit down and say you do post something you kind of you kind of want to be left alone mm-hmm. and if you do post something to you know, for the benefit of others, uh, then you get lots of messages and you're like, I don't want to deal with this. And like, I'm okay. Just, just, I was just trying to be real. Like, (laughs) and then you're stuck having to reply to all these messages being like, are you okay? Which is lovely, but yeah, it's a hard one, isn't it? It it is super hard, but yeah, there are days and they're more frequent than I would like of where I get quite upset. Um, I feel sometimes that I'm forgotten about, which having spoken since posting this particular post, I've spoken with other artist friends that are traveling and they kind of feel Feel like they're in a similar boat. Um, Where our friends who aren't performers especially, that can't relate so much to our career, um, kind of forget about us. And I understand that everyone 
has their own lives now and whatnot but it is disheartening when you see all your friends doing something together you Mm. can't be there and yeah it's it's hard how about we set a little challenge for everyone that when they listen to this episode whether you listen to it as soon as it's out or whether it's you know in a, in 2020 or six months time or whenever mm. right now you grab your phone and you message someone that's a performer and check in on oh them. that's giving me goosebumps <laughs> and be like how are you are you good what's life like yeah is that sometimes all you need yeah that's it and i have um i had one friend uh that keeps messaging me frequently that isn't in my industry at all and probably doesn't get it in any kind of sort but always sends me that random message that says hey Han how how are shows going and does that make your day it does and I'm just like you know what my shows are going really good but now it's better because you haven't forgotten about me and your whole normal person world out there yeah um yeah and and family as well like i i've missed so many monumental events this year yeah um i have that would be really hard yeah it is Um, christmases i was away i was by myself on my birthday new year's eve Mm. all those kind of events um my brother has three children my nieces who anyone who knows me knows that they're my three little monkeys. You're so in love with them. I am. Um, but they call me up sometimes crying because they want to they wanna see me after school. Yeah. Or, what, honey, Hannah, why didn't you come to my birthday party this year again? Oh, my gosh, brutal. And it breaks my heart. <laughs> yeah. Um, I want to be there. Yeah. But this is the industry that I have chosen and I chose it way back when I was a child I knew um and unfortunately with I guess every occupation mm-hmm. um there are upsides and downsides but this downside is very yeah it's uh, it's a big one yeah very isolating and I think I I talk when I talk to students and I ask you know what their goals <coughs> are and if if their goal or you know the career that they want is something where they're going to be away from family Mm. and friends I say how badly do you want it Mm -hmm. because that's a thing you have to want it so badly you have to be like there is no other career you know in my in my horizon this is all I want to do that's exactly but if you're umming and ahhing about it you know, or I don't know, I always go, probably not. Like it's a big ask. It's a big ask. I know that when I um, got into a full-time dance program down in Melbourne and my parents said to me, they're like, Georgia, you know, you're going to be away from us where you can't afford to move the whole family down and, Mm -hmm. you know, especially if you don't like it and want to come home. So you're down there for a bit by yourself. Um, How badly do you want it? Yeah. Because you're going to have to, uh, we want you, and they actually said, my parents were were really good growing up. They, you know, always looked at the positives and negatives and they said, what, uh, we really want you to think about the negatives, make Mm -hmm. a list because all you see is stars and like dancing full time and living by yourself in Melbourne, you know, is like, you're looking at all the positives. We want you to take a look at the negatives. And I did, but I didn't really think about it as much as I probably should have and when I did get down there two years was enough because you you give up a lot and it's very lonely going home cooking dinner for yourself and um, you can develop some very naughty habits (laughs) when you yes when you're by yourself and you're not being held accountable 
So that's it. And I, I think you're right. Like as children um, and even as parents of potential performers um, don't actually – they know of the negatives but they don't actually sit down and really think about them and their yeah. consequences. I mean, me – I have felt quite a lot of isolation this year and quite a lot of sadness. But as you said, I don't have any other career in the world that you'd rather be doing that I would rather be doing. This is me. I was born to do it. It's mm-hmm. in my blood. So for me, I am going to take that sacrifice. And it's so evident that you love what you're doing. Oh, I'm borderline obsessive yeah. but <laughs> we, we, yeah we don't want to get too deep and dark here that like oh my gosh it's terrible it's just it's no. just an important discussion to have for people to understand the full repercussions of their decision yeah I think it's it's like a reality check yeah because um, if you're talking about the positives all the time and then someone like especially you know especially when they're young like 18 and if they find mm. themselves in that situation and no one has even brought up a single negative yeah boom it hits them like a ton of bricks. That's it. So, I mean, we're going to try and get everyone to reach out mm. to a performer that's traveling in their life. I think that's a really nice thing to do and just think about them and check on them. And even so much as if they post a photo and you'd be like, hey, how's it going? Like, and comment on it and make them feel loved. But I would like to know, what do you do for yourself personally? Like, <laughs> she's rolling her eyes at me. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> what do you do? Do you get out? I mean, you're always out in nature, soaking up mm-hmm. some sun. I think that's really yeah. important. I'm a big nature fan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's important. It keeps you grounded. But what do you do to, what's your little routine to keep you on track and not feeling too blue when you get back to your little caravan? Um, I think for me, it's that quick change of mindset. Yeah. When I'm starting to feel blue, I will try and call a family member or a friend. Mm-hmm. If I can't get a hold of them, I'll always sit down and kind of just think, why am I here? Why do I do this? And it always comes back to the fact that because this is my love, this is my passion. Mm-hmm. Um, I always try, as you said, get out in nature. I'm always at the beach yeah. or I go for a walk because, again, that is super grounding. Um, and sometimes it's even as little as stepping outside of my caravan and looking straight at the circus tent mm-hmm. and thinking, wow, who else gets to do this? Like, this is my life. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah. it is like a movie. It is. It's, and I just think, you know what? I need to feel so lucky that I get paid to do something I love every single day. I make people happy mm-hmm. every day and children happy every day. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, sometimes even when I see the tent getting put up, um, I kind of get that rush of passion you through me when I see it. You You're do. in love with the circus. I That's what love. you are. <laughs> I am in love with the circus. You are in love with the circus. <laughs> and my dog. <laughs> and, and Archie. And Archie. But I love that. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's it's great. Can you um can you give us a quick rundown of what your day looks like if you've got yeah. how many shows do you do? <clears throat> um yeah, just yeah. a rundown. Okay. So generally not talking school holiday time because yeah. we put on more shows in school holidays but generally throughout the year we will have Mondays off Mm -hmm. and we work Tuesday to Sunday Mm -hmm. so during the week we generally have one show which is of the evening 
and on the weekends we run about five to six shows over the weekend. Oh wow! So you do like three a day? Yeah. So what the are the week- times for them? Uh, the times for them are eleven, four, and seven. Okay. So, so it's not too late of a night. It's not too well. The show will finish at about nine. Mm-hmm. We do meet and greets with the cast after the show. So depending on how full we are, we do seat two thousand people. Oh wow! So depending on how full we are, is whether the um, meet and greet takes fifteen minutes or it takes forty-five minutes. Wow! So generally, my day um, on a weekday, um, I'll get up fairly early and maybe nine or ten o'clock have breakfast go for a walk with Archie and then start training yeah so we generally have a couple of hours to train during the day mm-hmm. and what does your training look like uh training for me because I'm a dancer singer at the circus is running through and refining our routine making sure that it's always on point yeah, yeah. <laughs> every show always make sure I stretch yeah um because we are doing so many shows and yeah. in, I'm uh, injury prone, if anyone out there knows me. Um, so you fell out of a car the other day. I did fall out of a car. <laughs> you got the biggest bruise on your leg. I do. You know what? There are so many. I think this is a common theme with dancers that we're very together and very graceful on the dance floor. But the moment you're in any like normal situation, I just can't. Just I'm turn like, into I a have Gumby. too many feet. Like, how yep. can one person have two feet? Yep. I just, I can't. You're all legs. That's yeah, what it is. I just, it's too much. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So you do your stretching. I do my stretching. Um, yeah. I'll, sometimes I'll go into the dressing room, sort out my costume. Uh, we have to hand wash our costumes. Okay. I have about. Yeah, five costume changes or six during the show. Oh, wow, because they're um they're fully sequined. I'll pop yes. up a photo for everyone of you in your costume. Mm. Oh, lovely. <laughs> oh, no, it's amazing. <laughs> they are crazy costumes. So they're all hand washed. So sometimes I do spend quite a bit of time hand washing those. So you have to hand wash your own costumes. And yes. So you're probably doing like five a night. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's fun. <laughs> that's something that people don't, you know, wouldn't think about. They'd yeah. be like, oh yeah, I just wear my costume and then hang it back up and someone else sorts yeah. that out for me no no girlfriend (laughs) no (laughs) life of a performer that's it um but I do that and in the circus you're required to do one other job other than performing okay um everyone that lives on site and everything that happens on site is created by the family that live there okay um so the people that sell you the tickets they're in the show yeah the people that build the tent they're in the show um, so yeah, people don't realize that wow. in circus, we're very hands on and everything so you don't you see, have a tech crew. Well, no, not, sorry, not a tech, um, like a, you don't have a, no, like we have stage hands yeah. and there's, I think three or four of them. They're the only ones that aren't in the show okay. because they're carrying the props on and off, but everything else that gets built or moved or sold or anything like that is done by Wow. A performer. And so which one do you do? I do box office. So which is great for me. I'm a chatty Kathy. Love talking to people. I, f- I feel like that's the perfect <laughs> job for you. Yeah. So um I love it when someone comes up and hi, can I buy a tea? Absolutely you can. <laughs> <laughs> and then um yeah, so I sell tickets and I only do that for a couple of hours yeah. each day. 
Um, but that's kind of like my human interaction other yeah. than circus people for the day. Um, you get to hang out with the normies for a couple of for, hours. With the normies, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's great. Um, then I generally have the afternoon free, yeah. maybe a couple of hours, and then start getting ready for the show. Um, and in the show, I am in pretty much every second act. Yeah. Either the act is mine as a dancer or I'm kind of like a stage floater to make the stage look pretty um, for an exciting act. Um, But, yeah, so the show for me personally is very, very hands-on and busy. Mm -hmm. Slash I write the schedules, training schedules, show schedules, make sure everything's intact during showtime. And then we have our meet and greets. After the meet and greet, generally have dinner. So you're talking about 10 o'clock. Yeah. And then it's gym time. You go to the gym at yes. 10 o'clock at night. I go to the gym <laughs> at about 10.30. I know, girlfriend. <laughs> I am, oh, my gosh. It's not a fun time, but it so has to be done. Obviously, there's not a gym on site. Where do you no. go to the gym? So we... <laughs> <laughs> At, at so we, that, and a gym that's going to let you in at 10.30 at night. Yeah, we generally get sponsored in each location. Yep. So while we were, whilst we were touring Queensland, we were sponsored by Good Life okay. Health Clubs a lot. Um, now we're in New South Wales region. We're getting sponsored a lot with Anytime Fitness. Okay, so, so you can literally go anytime. <laughs> we can literally go anytime, which I like and don't like because... I'm not a fan of the gym. <laughs> and so you're like, oh, I can do that anytime. I'll go later. I'll go later as in tomorrow or maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I do that. And generally by the time I wind down, have my tea and have a <laughs> chat with Archie, <laughs> um, I'm going to bed at about 1 or 2 a.m. So yeah. my days are super long. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it for anything. So... <sighs> Yeah, that's that's a that's day in the day. life of me. I can't believe you go to the gym at that time. That's insane. I can't I've, either. I'm on holidays at the moment, so I've there was a couple of days where because I have a very kind of strict routine. I get up, take care of for a walk, and then I go to the gym. So yep. it's done. Yeah. So I don't have to think about it. I can relax for the rest of the day. Oh, good there was plan. A, yeah, there was a couple of days there where it was like. I'm on holidays. I'll book into the four o'clock session, or because mine has sessions you have to book into. Yeah, and um. And I went at four o'clock and I was like, I don't know any of these people. Mm-hmm. It feels really weird. The sun's sort of like coming down. Yeah. I don't like this at I all. I don't like this. <laughs> this is out of my routine. So, <laughs> it is out of my routine. And oh my God, 1030 at night. That would just be, that would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even get through the door. <laughs> yeah. Well, for I'm me, in bed by 830, Hannah. Oh, goodness. Seriously, I'd I'm love a grandma. That. Oh, I'd love that. Or oh, I am too inside. I just... I can't. <laughs> um, but well, I. Your body is your tool. That's it. That's it. But I super dislike the gym. Um, and I'm very unfit. And I know that's super strange to talk about. I know what you mean, though. Dancing is a completely different yeah. fitness. Like, you know, on the spectrum of fitness and, and being fit, it's completely different to running a marathon or right. being able to run just 5Ks. <laughs> That's right. And I'm sure other dancers out there will be able to relate to me. I can go on the treadmill for about two minutes and I am puffing like you would not believe 
I honestly think I might die of exhaustion anytime soon. But if you put me on stage in a dance, I'm fine. It's a different adrenaline, I think. It's a different like, oh, I'm performing and you don't think about it. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. I, um, one of my gym classes the other day, they had um, a DJ and they were cool. Yeah, the music was pumping and I basically went around each station like having a dance and it was over before I knew it and I wasn't even puffed and I was like, maybe it's, you know, maybe that there's something kicked in, something to do with it. That's the music. You feel like you're dancing and then Mm -hmm. you're not puffed. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. So yeah, I go to the gym and I'm like, no, (laughs) let me do another show instead of doing the gym. I'd much prefer that. But yeah, so. Well, thank you for giving us such a deep dive into the life of a circus performer. Oh, you're so welcome. (laughs) No, it's been a pleasure having you on and we've discussed something that's just super important Mm. and especially really informative for parents and students that are looking at that line of work because sometimes you, sometimes I can say it, but because I haven't been in that, well, I've been in that situation briefly when I was 15, 16, Mm -hmm. but because I haven't uh, been in that situation as a Mm 20-year-old, Um, it's nice for them to hear it from someone who's living it right now. Right now, yeah. And um, and I think you did a really great service by posting that. It certainly oh. got me thinking. Yeah. And I think it got a lot of other people thinking too. So mm. thank you. Oh, thank you for having me. Now you're not allowed to go yet because oh. <laughs> it's the Bounce Ballerina podcast. So my question for everyone, we can't always leave a fully lead a fully balanced life, mm-hmm. but what is your best tip leading a balanced life well my best tip because of how I try to lead my own balanced life is stepping outside as I was saying before stepping outside for me taking a big breath sometimes I put my iPhone headphones sorry Mm -hmm. in and listen to my favorite song but just breathe in the fresh air that's super important for me to stay grounded yeah um, that's how I try to live balanced. Yeah. It's um, actually on that note of taking a breath. Um, I can't remember where I heard this. It was probably on a podcast. <laughs> on my own podcast. No, it was not on my own. It was not on my own. It was about a year ago. And um, the person said, all you need is one conscious breath a day. Yeah. How many days do you go by sometimes? where you actually don't think about breathing mm-hmm. and then you have a moment and you step outside and say you're looking out at the you know the waves at the beach or something and you go <sighs> oh it feels good and you're it? like oh my god that is the first breath like single breath that I've thought about taking for like three days yeah so my goal last year was to make sure that I did that at least once a day mm-hmm. and it was really interesting there would be two or three days that would go by where I didn't do it how crazy is that? Yeah, eh? isn't that funny? And now we're talking about it. I feel the yeah. urge to do one. <laughs> That's all right. Okay, ready? Everyone's listening. Let's all take a big breath together. All right. You ready, Miss Hannah? Let's I'm go. ready. And... And there is our one conscious breath for the day. That's amazing. And it felt so good It as does. Well. Yeah. And I want, well, that's my second one. Oh. <laughs> I just did one before. Oh, you're one-upping me. I'm okay, one-upping I'll you. do one later then. Yeah, you can do one later. <laughs> and then tomorrow. But seriously, like everyone should give it a go. And it's really interesting. I wish I could um, credit the person that, that told <clears> me, but I just can't remember. But yeah, it's just one a day. Yeah. It's amazing. 
that everything is doesn't seem as might take on that challenge hectic we've got a few challenges here and yeah. out of this episode everyone take one few breath a day lessons. few <laughs> life lessons everyone take one breath a day and make sure you check in on your traveling performance super date. important good super proud of you thanks darling Aww. for coming on thank you so much for having me <laughs> As always, thanks so much for listening. Isn't Hannah just great? You can find Hannah on social media at Miss Hannah Rigby. And please tag us at Balance Ballerinas and at The Balance Ballerina so we can hear your thoughts and see where you're listening from. It would also mean the world to me if you rated and subscribed to the podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Bye, guys.